Welcome to Bachelor Banter. A wine-induced podcast discussing all things bachelor and bachelorette. I'm one of your hosts, Jade, an absolute bachelor addict. And I'm the other host, Dave, a bachelor virgin. (laughs) Pour yourself a glass of whatever you enjoy and enjoy the show. Cheers. Cheers! Well, Jade, here we are again for the Bachelor South Africa final episode, and we're having our very own little Bachelor after-party podcast. We're having a nice Cambalala, uh, Pinot Grigio from the Western Cape, just keeping keeping with the whole South African theme. And what do you make to tonight's episode? Well, the whole episode started out with Jack Friedman arriving at Kapama with a briefcase full of rings. So, um, yeah, he gets together with Mark and they choose rings together. Yeah, and I thought that there was no real clues, was there, in terms of, you know, who is it for? Mm. You know, not in terms of the ring sizes or anything. They didn't really give anything away. But, um, no, they looked some very nice rings. But it Mark was, definitely was... had his eye on one, didn't he? Yeah, and it was clear he knew who he was going to give it to. A lot of the times with The Bachelor, like The Bachelor America, they're still not certain right down to the final two. And they've got to go on the final dates before they decide who to get engaged to or who to give a promise ring to. But Mark definitely knew exactly what he was going to do and who he was going to give that that ring to. But we didn't, did we? Because I think we were both fairly certain after the last couple of weeks, I think we were pretty sure that, you know, Bridget was going to be the outright winner fucking uh, devastated and it didn't quite work out like that but i mean we got a nice little recap as well didn't we seeing the girls you know walking up the up the carpet on that first night you know when they're meeting mark and everything so mm-hmm. i thought that was a nice little recap and i have to say you know it, it seems like a long season because i forgot half the girls who were on it to be honest <laughs> although like to be fair i felt like this finale it was just under an hour long or something right but did that much actually happen in it? Well, my notes and the sparseness of them would say not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now, a lot of it was just kind of, um, it was just like the first 20 minutes was when he basically met up with Bridget and then he broke the news to her. And then, you know, he announced Mauricio, you know, that's who's who's the outright winner and they're going to be together. But that took 20 minutes. And then the rest of it was kind of like, it was like after credits stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the fact that Mark said to Bridget, but our journey does come to an end here. I was like, what? Like, that's not a way to break up with someone. I'm sorry. Like, it just seemed very, like rehearsed i wasn't so sure about that breakup well i think unfortunately mark's had to break up with like 20 different girls hasn't he you know so he's he must be getting pretty good at it by now i'd have thought well clearly not (laughs) well i mean it, it was a bit of a surprise but then i think the producers were probably playing with us a little bit last week in making it seem so pro bridget and I think before he actually broke the news to her tonight, he made again the point that, oh, well, Bridget always needs to be validated, which to me, I think is a little bit pop coal in the kettle black. Mm. All Bridget was doing initially in those, certainly those early days, she was calling out that it seemed more like a friendship. 
And it was, it looked to us like a friendship. Yeah. But we thought they broke through that. And I think Mark has the same kind of insecurities with his different relationships as well. So I thought that was a bit unfair, but at the same time, it was kind of a, a bit of a bit of foreshadowing to where his head was at. Mm. I thought that Bridget just walked away with her head held strong, like she waited until, you know, she'd round the corner before she cried. And I thought, I don't know, I just think she's such an amazing woman. But before all that, the one thing I have to say about Bridget is she she said that she needs eight bottles of wine before she walks down to see him. And I was like, yep, I understand that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's like my soul sister, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, Bridget, I think she's won everyone everyone's hearts over, like how they said on um, the conference call that we attended um, just at the end and at the pajama parties and stuff like she just won the hearts of bachelor nation and i think that if she doesn't become the bachelorette in south africa the first ever bachelorette then mnet is stupid yeah thanks <laughs> i do think that uh i mean we ran a poll didn't we last week you know saying who do you think's gonna win and Bridget was the outright winner. I think it was something like 71% in favour of Bridget. Yeah. So it has taken us all a bit by surprise. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, I'm sure now that the result's out, I'm sure Bridget's going to have plenty of suitors sort of flocking her way. The only problem is, like, with lockdown and everything, and even after that, like, when would they even film The Bachelorette, though? Uh, all on a Zoom conference, presumably. <laughs> That's not how she deserves to find love. <laughs> you have different backgrounds. She needs to feel those 12 packs. <laughs> 20 packs, wasn't it? No, it was 12. Was packs. it 12? Oh, I'm probably overcounted them. <laughs> Bridget loves the six packs. She does. No, it, it, but they did say, didn't they, in the after show that um, there's going to be a big announcement next week. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, again, we reached out, didn't we, to our followers and, you know, what do we actually think that is? And, I, you know, we, we've got our fingers crossed, haven't we, that it is going to be a Bridget Bachelorette kind of show. Yeah, I hope so. What did you make of uh, when Mauricia walked down to see Mark? I think um, Mauricia still had no idea. I think she, you know, obviously she hoped for a certain outcome with Mark, but she's just so wrapped up in insecurity that I don't think she really thought she was going to win. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, we saw Jess R leave, didn't we, as, as the third one um, a couple of weeks ago now. And, and I think she did think she was going to win, whereas Mauricia didn't have that expectation at all. Mm -hmm. So it was it was sweet to see see her reaction when it became clear, you know, what he said, you know, he's chosen her and then, you know, she's obviously getting quite emotional. So, yeah, it's quite sweet. What about those fucking suntan lines, though? <laughs> well, I'm sure, you know, I, what can you say? I mean, she'd obviously been suntanning in the <laughs> bikini. She's got that Dutch slash German complexion, hasn't she? So, you know, I've, I've got the Irish one, so I, I, I similar white, brilliant white skin white, you're which like, just goes fucking casper yeah it just goes red and then back to white um but yeah she obviously had a, a different shaped bikini and didn't quite think through what dress she was going to wear for the final so yeah 
<laughs> it just looked a little bit out of sorts. Sorry, I'm being. I'm sure bad that, that's a little bit catty, to be fair, Jade. I wasn't going to call that out. I've had a bad day, Ling Milan. <laughs> right. He asks, How is she feeling? And, like, they talk about their time together and stuff. And he says to her, He doesn't want this journey to end. So he told Bridget, our journey ends here. And he said he doesn't want the journey to end with Marissa. Well, is he talking there just about The Bachelor and, you know, a romantic journey? I don't understand the question. Well, so so Mark and Bridget get on like a house on fire. Um, the fact that, you know, he's chosen Marissa for a romantic connection it doesn't stop them from becoming friends. Now, Bridget said previously, didn't she, that they couldn't be friends. You know, they've gone so far down the line, it's not actually an option. Mm-hmm. So I don't, but but Mark didn't say that. So I, I just think he's talking about The Bachelor there. I'm not, I'm not sure he's talking about, you know, severing all ties and just never speaking again. I, I wouldn't have thought he, he meant that. No, I just—I think you meant like yeah, the romantic connection. I'm just surprised he used the word, the the same wording like our journey ends here to Bridget, and he doesn't want this journey to end with Mauricio. But he's got—he's got to put his eggs in one basket though, hasn't he? No, I don't mean that. I just mean <laughs> like the word journey, like journey. He's, he likes just, the word journey. It's just very rehearsed. I need more wine. <laughs> Okay, so we've finished our white and we're moving on to a bit of red. Again, it's a nice South African red. Is it a Shiraz? Shiraz Fair yeah. Trade Organic Wine from 2018. No sulfur added, minus the hangover. This is a rich red that's made from organic Shiraz grapes grown in sunny South Africa. Not so sunny there now, is it? <laughs> it is bloody sunny <laughs> here though, isn't it? It is. We were in the garden all day and it was bloody roasting. Um, this is a full-bodied wine packed with forest fruit flavours with hints of spicy black pepper and warming vanilla. Perfect with barbecued red meats. Sorry, you vegan Dave. <laughs> I haven't quite finished yet, so it's all right. Put that down there. <laughs> Which I'll promptly kick over the carpet, no doubt. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh... so, I mean, yeah, so it was very sweet at the end. He picked Mauricia. As you said, I'm sure Mark has to have rehearsed those things in his head. I don't mean he necessarily wrote them down, but he can't just get up there and then off the cuff say whatever he feels. I I think he he would have rehearsed it. He would have played it over. He'd have changed some words in his head and stuff. So I I don't see anything wrong with that. What I'm, I'm interested in is what everyone thinks about the fact that he gave her a promise ring, right? It's defeating the whole purpose of the show. The Bachelor has always been about getting engaged at the end of the journey, finding that person you want to spend the rest of your life with. But especially South Africa, they seem to be just changing it. Like Lee Thompson, the first Bachelor in South Africa, he did the same thing. Now Mark Buckner. It's all just... It's not the same as the American Bachelor where you get engaged at the end of it and there's this, like just drop dead stunning scene of this proposal and this you know romantic music and everything's on fire with like 
you know, feelings and emotions and la di da. It's just not the same. I mean, maybe he just wants her to finish school first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, you know we still have to talk to them. I don't know, I know, but I couldn't resist. Well, what else do you want me to say? I, I don't know, because this is my first se- season, isn't it? So I, I understand it, that old clue's in the name. So he's a bachelor before, and then presumably after the show, he's not. Um, so it does seem a bit strange, but, you know, maybe he's just leaving himself a bit of wiggle room there. I think, so after after the show and stuff, from what we've seen in the last few days, they seem very happy together. They went to the ice cream place and there's like a sign up the stairs saying that it's like Luna in someone's bedroom. I think she's also got a dog. Um, yeah, it seems lovely. Um, but I just, I don't know if I see it lasting. Who knows? I mean, fingers crossed for them. You know, we've been invested. We've watched this whole season where he's been snogging these other 20 girls. So at least they get a bit of time where they can just focus on each other. Mm. Um, well, now with lockdown, hey. Yeah, well, they, they seem to be getting on. I mean, I, I don't know. I've got my fingers crossed. I, You know, Jade, because the amount of Love Islands I've watched and you know that their relationships last about 3.4 seconds after the season's finished. Mm. Apart from Tommy and uh, Molly May, which still puzzles me, but good luck to him. So I, I don't know. I, I think um, I hope they do stay together. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it would be lovely for, especially for South African Bachelor, which is still such a new show. But I think Bridget needs to be South Africa's first Bachelorette and make this shit work. <laughs> She's gonna find her man, get engaged. And make South African history. Boom. Boom. Yeah, like I say, I think there'll be plenty of people lining up. Um, but what what do you make? So after, obviously, we found out Mauricio and, and then we got to see a little bit of them now, didn't we, on, on the old Zoom call? We're getting used to these now, aren't we? So... After I couldn't actually figure out where the bloody hell the volume was <laughs> for the first hour. But, so, I mean, did anything after... The main show because we went into like interviews and then we were talking to some of the previous contestants who'd been on and got voted off did anything catch your eye from that lot um to, to be honest i kind of felt like the the pajama party was so strange because a i don't think maybe one percent of the girls were actually wearing pajamas everyone was dressed to the nines like looking top dollar i think I think Jason Greer was the only person wearing pajamas. <laughs> Everyone else 1%. was wearing like little slinky little numbers, weren't they? So, uh, mm, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> she was like trying to fully put it out there, you know, that look at what you could have won. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I thought, you know what? And I, I've, well, I, I relentlessly and mercilessly take the piss out of anyone I want to. And I've done Mark quite a few times, but in that after show, I felt a bit sorry for him, to be honest, because he is in that uncomfortable position and he has to, by default, rules of the game, he has to reject 20 of the girls. 21. There were 21 to start with? 22. 22. Okay, so 21 girls. But then he got a right roast in from quite a lot of them, you know. And three against one in one video. Call. Oh my word! Jason Jill- Green is just like the 
<laughs> spectator on the side watching the ball go back and forth. Yeah, he's like he's at Wimbledon, isn't he? So, I mean, Gillian, I mean, we'd spoken to Gillian, hadn't we? We knew she was a bit upset about the whole social media thing and, and not just upset, but confused by it. And so, you know, she pretty much said to Mark, you know, and gave him both barrels. And, and so, again, I didn't think that was... I, I didn't think it was necessary. I, I don't know if it was... Um, a nice thing to do. I kind of enjoyed it though. <laughs> Even though I felt sorry for him, I, I thought it was good TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really know what else there is to say about this one. There, there wasn't that much to talk about, to be honest. Like, we wish Mark and Marissa all the best. And um, we do have an interview lined up with them, so you will be getting that at some stage. So don't unsubscribe yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do have a couple of questions from some some of our uh, listeners. Uh, not many, but we got some. Most people just jumped to the chance to speak to Bridget. <laughs> so, um, but we got three little questions. So, Alari Triple Seven said, "Will you be doing an interview with Marissa?" Thanks for that question because we already <laughs> answered it. Yes, we shall be doing an interview with Marissa and Mark Buckman. Yeah, no, I, I think that's absolutely brilliant. I, I really can't wait. And again, like I say, just from the guy's perspective, and I know I rib uh, Mark and stuff, you know, about some of the things that have gone on the show. But yeah, speaking to Mark, I think I'm quite looking forward to, to be honest. Yeah. Then we've got one from Michelle Banger. I love your surname. She said... <laughs> place in Wales, but, you know, you can... <laughs> What was your favourite scene from The Bachelor of South Africa? My favourite scene? My word. So I, I presume, again, you, you you sort of throw these questions at me I without any thinking of them. So, her. right, okay. So, can I have two? Yeah. So, so if I thought deeply about it, I'd probably think of, a, of more scenes and stuff. But mm. I think the bungee jumping where Bridget, you know didn't she went up the first time and then she didn't she couldn't go through with it which is understandable and then Gillian just absolutely took the ball by the horns she was ready to go third but then you know she just took it upon herself and then just went for it I thought that was really gutsy and ballsy and mm. I, it sticks out in my mind when I think back to the show uh, the other thing and this is not like an outcome bias just because of where it's ended but the fact that Mark and uh, Mauricia's first passionate kiss resulted in a, a tactical cushion manoeuvre with Mark. I think that sticks out of my mind as well. <laughs> yeah, they've got to be in there. <laughs> what about yours? Um, I also hadn't thought about this, but I think all of like you know Mark's one-liners throughout the show, like, hmm, tasty cookie. Yeah. <laughs> um, sexy little shorty shorts. And... Can't remember the others. There were a couple. Um, they they were fantastic. They just made me laugh throughout the whole show and gave me great podcast titles. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, and then, funnily enough, probably one people won't see coming, especially as things have turned out. But the the date with Ricky, where I think they were. In the back of a bucky, which is oh yeah, yeah, you know a bucky. Like, well, I don't know the slang, but I remember it was like a truck kind yeah, of thing, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So they were in the back of the bucky, um, 
you know, I think it was getting dark, stars were probably out, they were under the blankets and pillows, and it was just such a romantic scene. I don't know, there was just something about that that date that I just really liked, and I'll, I, yeah, like, that's the kind of date that I'd like, so, hmm, I, that moment just sticks out to me, and I know that they're not right for each other and stuff, but I just thought that that was a really nice moment. Hmm. Just to get a little bit. You were, uh, you were, Earlier in the season, you were talking about Ricky being the Bachelorette as well, weren't you? So, I mean, well, she'd be I a good candidate. I thought she was going to bloody win. Yeah, yeah. Well, from from episode one, I think we called Ricky and Silka as being the two favourites, and that went well. Your two favourites now, <laughs> clearly. Of course. <laughs> I think, to be honest, though, as the season's gone on, it's like I say to my kids: I don't have favourites, but it's kind of Bridget. <laughs> I think everyone likes Bridget. So I've got my friend Patrick, um, who's he's English, but he's we've known each other for years. He's living in South Africa and also in between time goes to London. But he's in South Africa now, and he wants to take Bridget out on a date. So Bridget, before you come become the Bachelorette, please go out with my friend Patrick <laughs> because he's lovely and you'll like him. <laughs> Pleasure, Patrick, <laughs> if you're listening. Right, so the last question is not actually a question. Um, O'Connor Joe says, not a question, just surprised at how bitter Melissa seemed calling Mauricia docile. That That is a bit harsh, isn't it? That, that's We all don't choose the best words sometimes, mm. I, but I, I'd like to think that if she actually took the time out and reflected on that, that she'd realised that she'd used a bit of a shit word there. I don't think, um, mind you, you know what, Jade? Something's come back to me from the the first kind of episodes that you thought Mauricia might be a little bit of a puppy. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of a similar, is that a similar wavelength thing, is it? Yeah. Which I don't understand I, su- I suppose so, yeah, because what, like, docile means, like, obedient, right? So... I just think that there's so many different personalities. I, I do think that is a bit unfair. I mean, from what we saw, Mauricio was, you know, she was going headlong into all the challenges and everything. She was pretty fearless. You know, she fell off a bloody horse and then she's just like getting back up from it. I, I, I just think with the girls who are a little bit older, they, certainly some of them are a bit more headstrong, a bit more worldly wise. And she's just a, a younger girl. She hasn't lived too much of her adult life yet. I, I think that's just a bit unfair. But you can't well, deny from day one, I think there was a, a chemistry between Mark and Mauricia. Mm-hmm. A very big sexual chemistry. Mm-hmm. I just don't know past their sexual chemistry if there's that deeper level, to be honest. Like there is with Bridget. There is such a deeper le- level with Bridget. And I'm so gutted that it didn't get explored because, yeah, I, I don't think it's right. I think but if, that's there, me. if there were, I don't know, if there were 20 boxes to tick and one of those was sexual chemistry, I think obviously Mauricio definitely ticks it there. I think Bridget ticks more of Mark's boxes. 
And I, I again, I, I'm as shocked as you. I, I didn't think it was going to go this way. I thought they were a better match. Um, but, you know, Mark's chosen... Mark's chosen the very petite, like, sugar-sweet girl when he could have chosen... And, and that's nothing against. We've got to speak Rosie, to all yeah. these, remember? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about her. She is sugar sweet and stuff. Like that's lovely stuff about her. That's who she is. I just, you know, I think Bridget, on the other hand, is more mature, independent, strong. You know, while Mauritia has all these really fun, amazing qualities that, like, you know she's she's fresh and she's vibrant and all that that stuff i just i just feel like maybe mark went more with his penis with his other head than <laughs> than he you, are you saying mark's little head was telling the big head what to do yeah That's... we've got to speak to these people jade i don't care <laughs> it's how i feel <laughs> They can I think. How they feel too. I think certainly, <laughs> and, and it is. It's just our unadulterated, unfiltered opinions. I think. I'm not saying anything Mark, bad about Bridget. No, no, about, no. Of course, Mauricia, I'm not saying anything bad about Bridget. We have been I mean, drinking. <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about Mauricia. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's lovely. However, I do feel like the connection, emotionally wise, was stronger with Bridget. I think. Bridget would certainly challenge Mark Moore as well. Yes, and, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah, and we saw that, didn't we, when when she met Mark's parents. And, you know, Mark was trying to answer for Bridget. And then she was like, oh, I'm speaking here. You know, so I think that would have been a really fun, you know, coupling. But it, it wasn't to be at the end of the day. Now, actually, you know, educate me because I, I don't really, I'm not that aware of this Afrikaans kind of culture. Neither am I, but go on. All right, okay. So, <laughs> well, again, it just seems from what you said, it's kind of uh, the guys have come down from uh, the Netherlands, and you oh, know, God, it's don't, a very don't go into history with me. I'm gonna fuck it up, Res... and the whole well, of South Africa's well, gonna hate again, me. Again, it's just like a, a reserved type of culture. So I just think, again, these words that are used to describe Mauricia, it just to me, she is just from more a more conservative background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right, fair enough. Let's move on from there I, then. So, okay, look, I love them all. I love Mauricia. I love Mark. And I love Bridget. They are all wonderful, wonderful people. I think Mauricia and Mark. I, I don't know. I, I wish them all the best. I don't personally see it working forever, but I do wish them all the best. Bridget, if you're not a freaking bachelorette, I'm gonna. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say I'm going to burn Mnet down, but I shouldn't say that because then they're going to love you, Mnet. Really? <laughs> nope. Scratch that. Mnet, um, I'll I'll be very upset with you. I am very very confident Bridget would be absolutely fine. I'm I'm pretty sure the journey she'd been on. Oops, use the word journey. Uh, you know the back, the show that, that she'd way. been on. You know she obviously had gone emotionally from you know the friend zone herself to really having those deep feelings for Mark. So I'm sure that, you know, after the show, it's going to take a while for those feelings to kind of heal. That feeling of rejection, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's all filmed last year, wasn't it? And we're just seeing it now. But I'm pretty sure she'll get over it. And like I say, I'm very confident, whether it's with The Bachelorette 
or through some other means, she'll be absolutely fine because she's an absolute diamond. And I don't know if that translates to South African, but you know, in the UK, a diamond just means someone who's absolutely fantastic and, and just brilliant and one in a million. So she'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I don't, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, it, it's... Fucker. It, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a thing I would use to describe uh, someone in a one-on-one conversation. It's more like if you're talking about a bloke. If you're talking about a bloke. Hold on, a bloke or I was taking a sip. A bloke <laughs> or a woman, right? But you're talking about a third person who's not there. You, you know, so you'd say, you would say, you know, I just can't be choosing. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you're talking about it, so you might say they're a diamond or they're salt of the earth, you know? Mm-hmm. These are all slang terms. Right. Still not never, convinced. You've never you? called me salt of the earth and you've never called me a diamond. No. I don't think this can carry on anymore. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no more friendship. <laughs> well, that'd be a shame because I think I've absolutely loved doing this podcast. Like the whole season, and obviously we started off this little project, we had no idea. It was born out of a few glasses of wine or bottles. bottles. (laughs) And I think what we've done has been absolutely amazing. Those first few weeks, you know, we had to rattle through quite a few episodes, didn't we, and uh, catch up a bit. And then, uh, you know, we were bought in and we didn't know where it would go. And I've absolutely loved it. So thanks for doing it. Yeah, call me a diamond and we'll see. <laughs> this has been a diamond podcast with a diamond co-host. Oh. <laughs> Are you done? Yep. <laughs> well, so Jade. I'll stop taking the piss out of you now. Well, Jade, if anyone, and we're not going to go away, so please keep subscribing to us. We don't quite know what's going to happen next. We're hoping that some, we're definitely going to have some interviews and content for you coming up. We've got Bridget and we've got Mark and Marissa lined up. And so, Jade, if someone wanted to get in touch with us, how would they do that? On on Instagram, you can get us under Bachelor Banter Podcast. Or on Twitter, you can get us under Banter underscore Bachelor. Or if you'd like to email us, you can email us under bachelorbanterpodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. So we need to also finish off Listen to Your Heart as well, don't we? So we've got three new episodes of that. So at least five new episodes. And then we'll be on to the next thing, which will hopefully be the new Bachelorette with uh, Bridget on a bunch of Zoom calls. And they'll have different dates. They can be sailing. They'll have the different Zoom backgrounds on. And then they can go to the pyramids. And then... There'll be all these (laughs) men... With her six packs out for Bridget on the camera, and she'll be able to like stroke her laptop screen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, Not sometimes you had a 12 pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes a barrel might be better than a six pack. Just saying, <laughs> what? No, don't matter. Um, right, so Jade, thank you again. It's been amazing to do this whole 
not the word journey, but a replacement word for journey. Um, experience. Experience. Experience is a good a series would also work as well. So yeah, there we go. Experience. So to Mark and Mauricia. Mark and Mauricia. To Bridget being to Bridget. The, next, the first ever South African Bachelorette. We're gonna make this happen, Bridge. Got Cheers. your back. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Thank you, Jade. Bye now. Bye.